to the FPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always with me on the line is my trusty cohort, Rob Langevin. How's it hanging, Rob? Hey, man, that's me. I'd like to place an order for delivery. Uh, what kind of thing are you hoping to get delivered, I may know. I ask? Pizza, maybe? I don't know. Yo, feel- there was... I- tacos. I want delivery tacos. Delivery tacos would be awesome. There was... Delivery this fish amazing taco. place in Cincinnati by campus. Uh, I went to the University of Cincinnati, for those was who don't know. The Blue Oyster? Uh, <laughs> it was not. Um, but I technically went to the College Conservatory of Music at the University of Cincinnati. But, you know, we won't get too highfalutin on you guys. <laughs> but, but anyway, there was a Chinese restaurant where the same family also owned a uh, gas station that was right next door. So you could order, like, important needs delivered with your food so like if you had a girl over right you could order two things of chinese food and like a box of uh <laughs> sexual aids or, or condoms if you needed them Pro- prophylactics <laughs> yeah kids wrap up your jimmy they're just, they're a lot better than amateur phylactics i'll yeah. tell you i'll tell you that much you don't want to trust those amateurs you don't want to trust those guys that are rookies coming up what, they don't have experience what happens if you turn pro and become a phylactic do you lose your amateur status as a phylactic? Interesting. Can you still enter like the, the Olympics? Olympics? Right, yeah. exactly. Well, some Olympics are pro-am. Some are strict amateurs. Like, I was just watching the uh, Canelo-Con fight, which, by the way, I thought Khan represented himself very well before Canelo knocked him the hell out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, people were talking about how he won a silver medal at the Olympics. Two things. First of all, there are two people in a fight, so silver means you lost. Secondly, it was when he was like 17. Yeah. Because you have to be a straight amateur in boxing, which I think is a little silly. Um, and then you have things like football slash soccer, depending on what we're calling it on this show, which I never think we decided on. Um, and that's a U23 competition. Yeah. It's so. FPL. That's what it is. It's not anything. It's FPL. <laughs> are, are we going to be doing uh, Fantasy Olympics starting whatever that is? August 5th, I think. Fantasy um, Olympic weight, weightlifting. That's what we're going <laughs> I guarantee you there will be fantasy, like, daily Olympic stuff, like slates of sports by country. You could do you could do daily basketball. Yeah. Or daily baseball. You could do. Um, or actually, is, is, is baseball actually back in the Olympics? I don't know. Oh, right, because they were trying to do the whole world. No, because they're still planning on doing the World Baseball Classic next year. Yeah, so there you go. Oh, well. <laughs> also, um, I, I really wish I had it memorized. Um, so I might stall while I'm talking about it. But um, they were showing what the Dominican lineup would be. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. The worst player in it was Mazzara. Yeah. And that's, that's, <laughs> and he was like and that's batting, not bad. No. The, American, the American team is pretty good. Too. And he was batting ninth. Are we? Yeah. I mean, the, the outfit, if you start an outfit with Harper and Trout, how are you bad? Okay. <laughs> that's real. Adam Jones would probably be your third. Or Kutch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so that's not that's not too bad. Yeah, I've stalled long enough without finding it, so that's not going to help. And I me. think I think Nolan Arenado is playing for the Americans, and Machado is playing shortstop. Interesting. Well, Machado, uh, and then you got Goldschmidt at first base. So Machado has a choice to make, and it'll probably largely be down to who will let him actually play shortstop. shortstop? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, him getting shortstop eligibility is insane and not fair to anyone. Um, but anyway, <laughs> we're, we're, ah, whatever. <laughs> World Baseball Classic. Catch it. Right. And just know that the Dominican team, uh, yeah, they're, they're going to be real good. <laughs> Don't be surprised when that's the case. Oh, just as I said, I'm going to give up. I found it. So, top to bottom, Marte, Machado, and with an asterisk if he joins. So, Marte, Machado, Cano, Cruz, Joey Bats, Encarnacion, Beltre, Mazzara, Beef Castillo. Yeah. <laughs> what? There's a, I mean, there's a lot of age there, you know. Yeah, there are a lot of right-handers as well. Yeah, but still, that is crazy. Oh, <laughs> what we were actually going to get to with that talk about daily stuff is, as we've mentioned, we will be covering the Euros. We're still not sure in what capacity. We're currently talking to sponsors to see if people will actually be willing to pay us to talk to you about it. Um, but uh, keep tuned. We will be doing that uh, for those hoping to get an early jump start. 
but it's not sponsored. The official UEFA one is already up, so you can go yep. start fooling around with that. We'll talk about those rules as we get closer, or the rules of the game of who sponsors us, if we can get that nailed down. But anyway, just so you guys know, we will be doing that. That will be coming. Get excited. I looked at the team that I initially drafted up, and it may or may not be seven former Spurs players in my starting 11. So that's going to need some adjustment, because that's not okay at all. No, uh, I saw, and I saw your preemptive. I know, I, I said like, it to you. I was like, what, what just happened? <laughs> I was feeling really confident about it, so I did pull the, this up pretty quickly. So my team front to back would be uh, Arkadiusz Milik, uh, the Polish forward, who's not played for Tottenham, then Bale, Kane, Sigurdsson, Modric, Ali, Pogba, also not for Tottenham, Redron Chorluka, Jan Vertonghen, Ricardo Rodriguez, who's amazing but hasn't played for Tottenham, and Hugo Lloris. <laughs> that was that was my eleven with uh, Benedict Huertas, Craig Cathcart, who's really screwed me recently, um, Bernadeschi, and Sommer. So that was my first draft. Anyway, that is at the official UEFA site. If you just type in uh, UEFA Euro 2016 Fantasy, you'll, you'll be able to find that. But that's it. That's the most we're gonna plug a site that doesn't sponsor us from here yeah. on out. But but irregardless, if we don't get a sponsor site, we'll we'll actually run a league through uh, through the official site just yeah. so people can jump on there and and challenge us and talk stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so we're we're really looking forward to that. And then you know by the end of that, we'll have maybe a week or two off, and then we'll have to start previewing uh, next season already. Yeah, so that'll which is be... a good which is a good thing. I'm I'm anxious. You know, this season's yeah. going well. So yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I'll do a lot better next season. Actually, speaking of this season, we may as well talk about this double game week we just had. Both of us were, uh, you know, I was a little less fervent on it, but you were a bit, very big uh, factor in people waiting until this double game week. Why don't you tell people how it worked out for you and why you think it was still the right play? Um, I just liked it because I said this before, before the week even happened. You know, we both of us were waiting to, to use our bench boosts because the differential and the, the, the spread outedness, that's not even a word, but I'm using it anyway, is, was there to, to have. The differential was there. There were so many different players that people were going to try to squeeze into their rosters. Guys on Chelsea, guys on Sunderland, guys on, you know, maxing out on West Ham players um, that, they, that they wouldn't normally look at in, in the end of season look like we had in a double game week 37. Um, so for me... I think, you know, the average scores speak for themselves between 34 and 37, but the differential of players is probably more spread out, though I was waiting to get results and hopefully we'd have them before the podcast came off about people who use bench boost, triple captains in week 34 and how it factored into the the same scores in 34 and 37. We just don't have that info. So basically we're going off whatever we tell us and you're going to like it. So too bad. (laughs) Um, But, but yeah, I, I only like this week because, uh, the differentials were there because I scored 140 in week 34, uh, and I well, I used an all-out attack. Basically, you know, I just maxed out all my you know front front players, and in this week I used my bench boost and got 110, you know, which is basically double the average of the scoring. Yeah. So from that standpoint, it looks more like a logical thing, but I just don't have the numbers in front of me to support my. Uh, my basis of insanity, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, your hypothesis there. My my <laughs> my strength of my hypotenuse. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, which you can find with some combinations of A's and B's and C's. Yeah, but um, I'm but I'm ha- I'm happy I'm happy with the way this week went. 110 points is a, is a great score. It's a top 15,000 score in, for the game week. Um, you know, uh, my team. I like I said, I bench boosted. I had Gomez and De Gea in goal, Cresswell, Smalling, Moreno, Bellerin, and Jonas Kobel as my defenders, Payet, Sanchez, Fabregas, William, Michael Antonio across the midfield, Anthony Martial, I captain Troy Deeney, and Harry Kane. Deeney with uh, three goals and an assist? Yeah. That's not too bad, man. Was it three goals? Did he have three goals? No. Kidding. Didn't he? No. He oh, no. Goals. I'm thinking of the Villa week. So two yeah. goals and an assist. Yeah. yeah, two goals and an assist. But all in all, you know, I'll take 
I'll take 110 points. I'm, anybody who played this week and they're looking at their score, you know, I'm sure you'd be like, wow, I would have taken 110 points. You know, and I'm catching up on the Twitter speak from all the usual FPL heads out there. And <laughs> they pretty much scored about somewhere in the, you know, 10% range of where I am. So I'm, I'm confident about where I, what I did this week. And I stand, stand firm. I stand firm. <laughs> what I did. Because <laughs> so, it worked out. But Kevin, what did you end up on? Yeah, my, my week didn't go as well. Um, typical. Typical. <laughs> hey, man, you're the talent. I'm, I'm the voice. It all works out in the end. <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah, it, 96 is what I ended up on. I lost a bonus point at the very end there, which was a little disappointing. Um, and that's, that's after uh, the minus four. I only had to take a minus four, which was nice. So I, I should have broken 100. Um, that minus four was the take out storage, which I guess kind of worked, but it was for Carol. So it also kind of didn't. Um, so that was disappointing, but yeah, uh, I, I also bench boosted my two keepers or Horelio Gomez, who somehow managed three points despite conceding what, what I'm pretty scientifically sure is infinite goals. Yeah. Six goals. Six. <laughs> Still managed three points. So more power to him with all those saves. Uh, De Gea did get the one clean sheet. Uh, then I had Eunice Kabul getting me eight points and keeping Sunderland safe, which I hated as a, uh, fan of, you know, <laughs> the EPL round table, which is a great joke. Check that out. Um, <laughs> shameless self plug on our own channel. Um, but, uh, Happy to see Defoe and Kabul being able to maintain their spots. Uh, in the Premier League, Cresswell did no one any favors. One point. I brought in Craig Cathcart, who got me negative one points and a double. Two to those same six conceded goals and an own goal. Way to go, Craig. Wow. <laughs> what an asshole. So, <laughs> um, then uh, Firmino went well the first match. Basically, my story was a whole bunch of I got one good match out of players I needed two out of. Like Firmino was hoping for two, got one decent match. De Bruyne only had one match. He did serve me very well. Payet awful in the first one. Does come back, get two clutch assists. Plus the bonus points I had him captain, so that worked out. Barkley did fuck all. Carroll did nothing. Defoe, goal, and an assist. By the way, his second assist of the season. Woo! <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> and uh, Harry Kane, who also did very little, and, and Spurs created very little against Southampton. So, uh, yeah, not the best. Oh, uh, Smalling and Moreno were on my bench, but were boosted. Willian on three points, left this match early. Never really looked particularly up for it. Chelsea's situation I'm going to want to avoid going forward. But yeah, 96, average was 55, highest was 161. Uh, you were saying, you know, we don't really have the stats for the last one. But if you look at average 55, us both, you know, 95 to 110, high of 161. And 34, the average was 79. Both of us were in the 120s, the 140s with the highest at 220. So it feels kind of similar but I see what you're saying, that in that week, it was all the big guys. Like Aguero, if you captain him, got you 52 points. Dela Ali had a huge week. Firmino had a huge week. Liverpool and Tottenham both kept clean sheets. Manchester United kept a double clean sheet. Like, those were the big guys. This week, like for you, for example, like we've mentioned the ballsiness of you bringing in Dini when everybody was going Defoe and Carroll, which I ended up doing. I had Defoe and Carroll for this double. You went Dini, and then not only... Not only are you sitting on 110 points, but they're more meaningful points because you had players like Dini that subverted the expectations, which yeah. was not a thing that happened in Match Week 34. So while I think the total that we got is less, well, the total we got is obviously less, <laughs> like head to head. But if we're talking about like averages and stuff, even if it was close, I think to your point that the differential advantage that you had this week makes it more significant. Yeah, that's what I said. Well, I, I said that already. Yeah, but then I also said it. So now it's been said twice. And now no, we can like move <laughs> Now we can move on to price changes, which we don't have to do. Because literally the only player that's gone down as we speak is Danny Welbeck, because he's out for nine months. Also, why would you have Danny Welbeck this week? So what are you doing with your mic, man? I have no idea. It, it, the headphones, the sound keeps bouncing around. I feel like I'm freaking on a, a roller coaster. Whoa. Roller coaster of debris. Whoa. I'm on a roller coaster of K, KVD. Oh, that sounds real gross. 
that super sounds like an STD. And I'm, not I sound gonna I gotta go get an ointment for no, the podcast. Yeah, not one of the good ones. Implying <laughs> <laughs> there were good ones, right? Um, okay, well, anyway, like I said, not really any price changes, so now nah, nah, we kind of got to fill. Um, I didn't give you any heads up on this team with the most surprising value this season. Hmm. It was supposed to be Norwich, and then they screwed it all up with their stupid team selection. By the way, um, there's a guy named Jack Reeve, runs a, a site, Tog Norwich City. Really decent bloke. We've had him on the EPL show a few times. But his obsession with Alex Neal blows my mind. Dean Marcy Embokani today scores two goals. If he had played Embokani 30 matches this season, they would have stayed up. No doubt about it. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I don't understand. I don't understand why they kept going back to Cameron Jerome. Yes, Embokani can be a bit inconsistent. He's shown that throughout his career, including back when he was in Ukraine. But you just got to give him the games. It's kind of like Defoe. He's yeah. not going to do a whole lot other than score goals, but you can't pull him because then he can't score goals. You just leave him on and he'll end on 10 to 15. Like Defoe is on 15 for the season, which I don't think many people expected. Some people that host this show may have said that Buffett Timmy Gomez would have 15 goals this season. Um, and then he's, lucky, he's lucky he even got 15 games. Yeah, it got real bad real fast. Interesting Swansea news that they re-upped with uh, Francesco Guidolin. Not really sure I'm a huge fan of that for any Swansea player other than Sigurdsson. Sigurdsson turned it around the second he came into the club. Um, AU maybe. Pulaski's been a waste. It'll be interesting to see uh, what happens with them. But actually, back to the, the question. Who, who, who most surprised you? Who were some, some good guys? Oh, I mean, if you're talking about value guys, I mean, Leicester was the value team of the year. I mean, yeah, look, look at the value the guys started Fuchs, at. And Fuchs, Schmeichel before this I mean, crazy it, run. It, it, it's got to be Leicester. But, I mean, if you're looking for other other teams that had, had sneaky value, I mean, it see, it, it for the entire season, it's tough to pick one one all all around yeah, team. Yeah, because Watford had, had a stretch. Bournemouth had a stretch. Yeah, you know, Callum Wilson in the beginning of the season was a was a great value, and then Agalu took over after he went down. Yeah. You know, Stoke had a, had some good value guys, Arnautovic and their defenders when they were going through the good spell. Yeah. You know, it, it's very had a it, good month or so. You know, it's a good. It's very spelly. Yeah. You know, the only teams that didn't really have anybody that anybody really rostered Aston Villa. You know, uh, and nobody really rostered Sunderland players except for the double. Yeah, Jordan Amavi would have been a really interesting player this year. I, I do think he stays up. Um, I, th- I think somebody will take a flyer on him, even with the injury that he sustained all year. Uh, which, which is interesting, because now... Uh, oh, uh, we'll beat the EPL show to this. Uh, confirmed sides going down, Newcastle, Norwich, and Villa. I think you have some players from Newcastle. I think Wijnaldum stays in the Premier League. Although he could just go to a different league. I mean, he, he's... Very talented. I think mm-hmm. he needs a little bit more rigid of a team structure than, than he had there at but Newcastle. He should play closer to home because that's probably where he needs to play. Yeah, that, okay. That's a fantasy joke because he only scores at home. Oh. <laughs> so maybe he does need to move back to the Netherlands. Um, I think... Uh, Robbie, Andres Townsend goes somewhere. Townsend, Townsend goes somewhere. My guess is somewhere like West Brom. Mitrovic and Perez would tear up the championship, but I think people come in for them. Um, who else? Yeah, I think, like, Brady, Housen, uh, and... They're championship-level players, I think. You think? Yeah. I think I think Brady could stick in the Premier League. I don't think... I, I, I agree Housen's on that line. I think Redmond could find a club to stay with. Yeah, I think Yan, I think Yan Matt from New, Newcastle will find a spot somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And Lascelles will find a, sp- a spot somewhere. Well, he's, he's on a... We don't really talk about this in the Premier League, but he has a very team-friendly contract. He was one of the few players that had a all-make-less-in-the-championship deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so they might be able to, to just keep him on. But it, it'll be interesting to see. I think Jordan Amabi's an interesting one. <laughs> Aston Villa signed Adama Traore at the beginning of the season. Never saw him. Um, oh. Who's the one that's half Irish, half English, hasn't decided a nation, and is a bit of a twat with the horrible oh. hair? Oh, um... <laughs> I can't remember either. But that's the point. Is he never mattered. 
I think Jordan Ayew probably finds a club. Yeah, Jordan Ayew definitely finds a club. Rudy gets dead. I think the championship is his level where he can just head in 15 goals a year, not ever have to worry about his feet. Julian Lescott will probably somehow find a club. Jack Grealish is the guy. Jack Grealish. What a twat. What a wanker. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dang it. Jay Bruce just got a two-run home run. Did you know the Reds could have had Andrew McCutcheon instead of Jay Bruce? Yeah. They are in the same draft. Mm-hmm. Idiots. Um, anyway, so that was <laughs> so that was us recapping players that you could <laughs> probably bring in. Oh, um, we may as well touch on this players that are coming up. Andre Gray, somebody you have to be interested in. Oh, Canada. <laughs> Sam Vokes would be the cheaper option. Uh, they'll be probably using two forwards, just like the last time they were up. So that'll be Engs and the straight guy. Um, which sounds like an awful sitcom. It's <laughs> Ings like a like a, a disgruntled toad who's like a commissioner. <laughs> Ings in the straight guy. I told you twice, straight guy. You gotta follow the book. Yeah. You're a renegade. <laughs> Real badasses work together. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's yeah. I mean, for the championship level, there's there's guys that are there. You just got to wait to see who wins the other the other spot. Out yeah, of the- Jordan Rhodes will be interesting for Middlesbrough. Yeah, he had absolutely. 11 goals in his very brief stint Stuart, with them. Stuart crazy. Downing coming back to the premiere. There, there are some people saying Downing's leaving. Apparently, him and their manager Karanka don't get a well, don't yeah. get along well at all. Badonk, 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 badonk. Uh, got that honky tonk, but don't get dumb. <laughs> that uh, may or may not have used to be someone very close to me's ringtone. <laughs> oh my Jesus! But we'll we'll move on from that. So yeah, those are those are some guys to be interested in. I don't, I think Joey Barton stays back too much to really be much impact. I think the thing to to really watch are the wing backs. Those mm-hmm. really were kind of the the. Great guys with those Burnley guys coming up. So just keep an eye on that. And if Hull are the team that come up, Abel Hernandez is the greatest forward that you've never heard of. And if you have heard of him, he's still the greatest forward you ever have heard of. I love him with the passion of a thousand sons. And there's no logic behind it. Sometimes he wears a weave to make his hair look cooler. And he's just fine with it. And I loved him when he was at Palermo. And then he was in the Premier League for a year. And he didn't really get minutes because they brought in Dom and Doy instead for whatever reason. And they still had uh, Yelovich instead. And that was all dumb. But but uh, I think Abel Hernandez had 20-plus championship goals this year. So if, if he'll 20, come up. Yeah, he had 20. Yeah, so he, it, he doesn't pass the ball very much. And he, he, he does not. He does he, not. He had one, one assist. But 20 goals and one assist. <laughs> he's real fast. And it's yeah. it's really yeah. fun to yeah. watch him play, and he can he can create his own chances, which you need to do in a team like that. Although you know, wasn't El Mahamadi like a top twenty fantasy player last year for no reason? Yeah, absolutely. Ah, oh, that was so dumb. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Anyway, we're going to move on to starts and sits. May as well. This is probably going to be a short-ish show. Uh, So for start sits, you have the usual suspects like Aguero and Kane. I think it's definitely worth holding on to Defoe, despite him failing to score on his five shots on target today, which is plenty, by the way. Although, Everton doing their best Matador defense style of maybe if we wave things here, he won't run this way. Oh, he did, and it's terrifying. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, Defoe not nearly as clinical as Lamina Kone, uh, but... Uh, this Watford team is averaging over two goals conceded in the last five matches. Kike Sanchez-Flores is on his way out at Watford, and it really shows in their team. 
They've been dreadful recently. And uh, Defoe got a second assist, as I mentioned earlier. So maybe he can create chances after all. Although, that assist was from getting fouled and then the ensuing free kick being made. And what the hell was Aurelio Gomez doing there? I don't know if you saw it, but he... Oh, he he was not tending his goal, no. as is his job. Um, in the tending midfield... The, tending the barbecue. <laughs> in Dude, Brazilian barbecue. Oh, hell yeah. Radizio, mm-hmm. bro? You flip over the card when you're done? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, in the midfield, I know Alexis Sanchez is an obvious start. Probable captain. Potential tripi- triple captain against Villa. And their league worst pretty much everything at this point. Um, but in a week where you can question a lot of clubs' motives, Arsenal are fighting to stay ahead of City and hoping to catch Tottenham. So, like, this race is why Arsenal and Tottenham players are still worth owning this week if you held on to them through the double. If you didn't, you might want to bring them in. <laughs> I'm I'm half, on, half and half on Kane. In our uh, private memoirs, we've been... Uh, <laughs> discussing uh, Harry Kane and, and how crazy this matchup is. Because Tottenham without Ali and Dembele have looked much worse. But it is up against Newcastle, who now have nothing to play for. I, I don't know. I, this game could really go one of two ways. I don't, I don't see this being an average game for Kane. I think he either shows up and gets two and secures the golden boot. Or Tottenham just fail to create yet again. Um, so that, that one's a bit iffy for me. But I, I think everybody else is really worth keeping. And like I said, Alexis, obviously a big name that'll do well. Payet had, like I said, the two clutch assists for West Ham and fantasy owners. Stoke have just won clean sheet in their last 10, and that was on March 2nd. Um, the big name that people don't really own, that I, I mentioned to you I wanted to bring in last week and then didn't, was Juan Mata gets a goal and an assist over the double game week. Um, five chances created. The West Ham result was a bitter disappointment to United because it took things back out of their hands. But they did actually show up in attack, and they'll be looking to finish the season strong while trying to steal that fourth-place spot from, from their local rivals in Man City. Uh, and they face Bournemouth, who, like Stoke, has just uh, one clean sheet in the last 10, and that was also match week 28. So, all big names from this guy, so that'll help. Um, in defense, it's all the big boys, uh, but you can't keep your Sunderland defenders. They have five clean sheets in the last eight and a nice little uh, shout against Watford, who have scored a couple goals the past few weeks. Um, but I'm not too worried about it. And, you know, I know Sunderland have now clinched, but I think they'd really like to keep their momentum going uh, to round out the season. Yeah, I'm, I'll disagree with you on the sit on the sit side of Sunderland, but I'll start with my starts first. Wait, Sunderland uh, was a start. What? Or are you saying? No, no. Should be I'm going to say that I'm. Protect, I'm being your antagonist. Oh, okay. Too. Yeah, go for it. You, so, you can be the Skip Bayless to my anyone else. For the to that uh, what's his name? That the uh, the fat ginormous guy, Jabba the Whitlock, whatever his name is. Oh, that's sad. But also, uh, is Stephen A. not on that show anymore? Now that he's in Oberto commercials. Well, they're all they're, they're, a lot of those guys are going to Fox Sports now. I don't know. Yeah, I, Fox Sports is making some big moves. Hey, remember when they bought the rest of the Bundesliga and showed eight matches all season? Yeah, it's crazy. That was the dumbest thing I've yeah. ever seen. Especially when you have a network like NBC that has crushed it from day one. Actually, I'll take that back. Hugh Wizzy, who used to come on the EPL show before he got big and famous. Um, in the first season of NBC's coverage, they did a countdown from 20 to 1 of like the teams that were in the Premier League to get the Americans interested. They did like a preview show for, we now have the Premier League, look at all these teams. And the order was 20 to 1. In order from the previous year's table, except they switched Tottenham and Arsenal. <laughs> so it had Tottenham in fourth and Arsenal in fifth. And everyone was so mad about it. And it was so funny. So that year was the the first year after Bale left when we had the magnificent magnificent seven, quote unquote, which ended up not being particularly magnificent, short of Ericsson and now Lamella. Um <laughs> But anyway, so Tottenham got a whole bunch of like plastic American fans, and I was in New York at the time, and so we had a lot of people buying in, and then a whole lot of people stopped buying in very quickly. Um, but that was that was pretty amusing. So we'll we'll say from the first week of the actual season, NBC have been crushing it because that preview show was the yeah. weirdest thing. <laughs> we were watching it, and they, like they they were doing Arsenal at fifth, and we were like. <laughs> 
what? What? And they're like, Tottenham at fourth. We're like, whoa, we did it. <laughs> I think they started crushing it until Rebecca Lowe gave birth. And then after that, it went downhill. It did. Their, their trip to England was interesting. Kyle Martino. God bless him, man. He just doesn't know things about the, football, but that's fine. The only thing good about Kyle Martino was his wife. Uh, yeah. If anybody has a Google machine, Google her. She's Susan Sarandon's daughter. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> um, I like the Robbies. I think um, yeah. I think Men in Blazers is a little too goofy for my. Well, they're all they're all they're all better than they're all getting more viewership than us, which is completely a, a, a gap. <laughs> How dare you? We said preaching. How dare you, sir? I want to speak to him. You know what? I'm going to formulate an email. (laughs) You realize that we're literally preaching to the choir here. Like, we're complaining to the people that actually listen to us that not enough people listen to us. You know what? (laughs) Friends. Tell your friends, friends, and send out invitations to listen to the FPL Roundtable with Rob and Kevin, Smokey and and DeVries. Yep. Smokey and DeVries in the morning. Speaking of which, um, I... Never mind, I'm, I'm not sure I can actually disclose that yet. What do you mean? That was a weird thing. We're going to move on. What are your actual starts? Uh, start-wise, start up top. You know, this is a week you're looking at the big guys, Kane, Aguero, like Kevin said. Um, I'm still looking at if, if United come out, they're going to have something to play for. They're playing a, a, a bad Bournemouth team that likes to ship goals. Uh, Anthony Martial is my pick up top. I brought him in for He's the so previous good. week. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to still ride that pony. I'm going to ride it all night Don't long. Don't pony it. Do it. I'm glad Kevin got the reference. Don't pony My and if, saddles. And, 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 if you, and if you put his name in there, it, it actually works. Anthony. Marshall. There you go. Whoa. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a bachelor looking yeah. for a private <laughs> I forgot how great a song that is also for those of you that watch Parks and Rec uh, when they did it about Lil Sebastian it was one of the greatest combinations of things I've ever seen in my life <laughs> <laughs> wow talk about you are Captain Tangent by the way <laughs> be honest so um you know i've, I've been See, largely doing go, another tangent <laughs> you're right i've been doing largely beers the last few weeks uh and i and i ran out so now i'm back on the dark and stormy train and like I, beards beard. beers be, uh, cerveza you like dudes with beards Ew. <laughs> i have beard Ew. and i like myself so um there's <laughs> um <laughs> but anyway um i forgot that uh the only rum i have is 151 proof Oh, one fifty one. And uh, you're supposed to use non-alcoholic ginger beer, and I only had alcoholic ginger beer. So this so, is this is a potent mixture I've concocted so, for myself. So are you admitting that you have a problem, Kevin, and telling us uh, across the the waves of the internet to that you like alcohol with alcohol? <laughs> Does alcohol stack? Like yeah. uh, in effect, is it like a DFS play? I'm doing an <laughs> alcohol. Stack. I'm doing an alcohol stack. What I'm sticking with are the uh, tropical flavors. Yeah. I didn't have any coconut, but you know the lime really brings out the accent in the ginger beer. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the lit. <laughs> I like it. Um, what was that thing? There was there was some awful show that was based in Los Angeles. And they were like, fake. you know, just end the statement there. There's some awful shows in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. And back to starting sis. That was most of them. No, we're going to finish this, okay? And they were like at a tennis, uh, uh, tennis, uh, man. I don't know how to English right now. Uh, like a tennis center. Um, why can't I think of the word? Uh, Lexington Tennis. Yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> um, they were. They were drinking a tennis club. That's what I wanted. Um, anyway, they were drinking Long Island iced teas. And then, like, a new girl showed up, and they're like, we're having Long Island iced teas. And the girl was like, this early in the day? And then they were just like, it's 5 p.m. in Long Island. And I think that that is an honorable motto to live by. Yeah, absolutely. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. It's always 5 o'clock somewhere. It's true. That's how time zones work. Yeah, absolutely. Just it's like it's like there's a, it's a, it's probably four twenty somewhere. If there's people in the world that like to partake in that kind of thing, mm. you know. Ohio is apparently going to do a medicinal. 
<laughs> after recreational was shut down because the way they had uh, first drawn it up was that um, it was they were basically going to monopolize it with friends of uh, the governor, so that nice. that didn't fly. Uh, yeah, finish your stars and sits, man. Why are you letting me derail this? Because, because, dude, you're just your alcoholism. You're just taking over. You just want to be the. <laughs> I'm the shiniest butterfly. You're like Kendrick Lamar. Hello. <laughs> That wasn't like Kendrick Lamar, but that was much like my undergrad. Do continue. All right. So through the midfield, uh, if I told you a guy had 15, 11, and 9 points in the last three weeks, take a guess. Who do you think it would be? Oh, crap. I should know this. Uh, what, what level of the pitch would help? He's a midfielder. We're a midfielder. Oh, right. Um, Hazard. No. Dusan Tadic. Dude, ah, he's so frustrating though. But yeah, I know, no. but he's 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 playing. He's, he's playing Southampton's form. cruising. They're playing Crystal Palace at Southampton's home. Uh, I like the nod for Dusan. Anybody? Mm. It sounds like you know what that sounds like. It sounds like a Czechoslovakian made car. Yeah, what are you driving? I'm driving a Dusan. Yeah. No. No. I'm I'm now just thinking Daewoo. Do you remember when Daewoo was a car brand? Not to continue bringing yeah, up it, random it, stuff. It's pretty funny that you can buy a car and a radio from the same company. And, and Yamaha. You can buy saxophones and jet skis and motorcycles. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty funny. Yeah. To anybody else that knows companies that strangely make two bizarre products, give us a, give us a shout. Uh, on defense, stick, stick with the goods. Go with like an Arsenal or... Anybody that has a favorable matchup, you yeah, probably guys are, are pretty good locks this week. You know, this week you're, you're probably if you're chasing points this week, you're probably not going to change too much on defense, only because you only need three, uh, or if you, if you have an all out attack left, you, you only need two. So you know, don't don't really look anywhere in the back end to to supplement your roster this week. Stick with like the the Bellerins and the Nacho Monreals and the Chris Smallings and and the guys like that that have been. You know, performing all year that have decent matchups that won't kill you because they're. Listen, if you're if you want to score points this week, you're not going to do it from a defensive level. You want guys that are going to put the ball in the net to try to be different. Uh, so yeah, that's my starts on the sits. Uh, I'm going to counter be a, be a counter opinionated person on Kevin Sunderland thing. Yeah, they have uh, five cleans in their last six, uh, but I think they punt. I think since they're clean now, I think Big Sam will probably... I think I'll have a lollipop instead of chewing gum on the side. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Lamina Kone's game today, yeah, you're not going to see it again. If they get it clean here, I'd be completely, you know, astounded. I think Watford puts one past him and it eliminates all the value that, that the Black just Cats... because you're keeping Deanie? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But I don't have to keep Deeney. But so I'm getting rid of Deeney. So don't don't keep Sunderland players anyway. Uh, to the <laughs> midfield, uh, Newcastle plays Spurs. Uh, Andres Townsend has got a lot of transfer love lately. The, the numbers that he's been brought in are, I think he's been brought in over ninety thousand times over the last three weeks, which is a big number for a team that doesn't score very often. And Newcastle is going nowhere. They're playing Spurs. I think Spurs need this game more than Newcastle need a goal. So I think. Newcastle is just not a place to be looking for a fantasy purpose, especially in the last week of the season. Uh, and up top, I'm going to surprise everybody here. You know, you want a guy who's going to score. And I may bring him in, and I may not, only because I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to. So Sergio Aguero is my sit this week. I think he does nothing and shats. And he shats all over everybody who's been waiting to use it. Uh, uh, the last chip on him. You know, I don't trust City. There's other City players that I trust better than Aguero. And Kevin brought him in last week, and I yelled at him for it, and I told him I gave him a vulgarity via text. Wait, who did I bring in? Aguero? Did you bring in De Bruyne? Did you bring in De Bruyne? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. See? It worked out? Yeah. I mean, to me, I'd rather bring in a De De Bruyne than I'd, I'd rather bring in an Aguero this week. There's my there's my sits and starts and my favoritism towards KDB instead of a uh, Sergio Aguero. Those are pretty hot cakes, man. Hot cakes. <laughs> um, Hit him with a hot. Buy two, get none free. <laughs> Hit him with a hot cake. Um. By the way, <laughs> um, I don't want to be like one of those uh, sites with EPL index or or small sports things like 
what we do here and on the EPL show to just be like, man, ESPN's been awful lately. But have you watched a full episode of Sports Center lately? No. Don't. There's no reason to. There's no man, reason to. I I honestly had not noticed how much it had. Like, they have a social media expert on every day. Like, I don't want to be, like, mean to her because they're the ones that gave her the opportunity to do it. So, I guess more mm-hmm. power to her. But, like, why is that a thing that you're doing? It just it seems like they've not- gotten so far away from analysis. And now it's all just, like, how can we go against the grain? Like, I was so sure Steph Curry wasn't going to be unanimous MVP. Because <laughs> every year somebody wants to go against it just so that their name is everywhere. Well, now they love him because he's like the all-American American. American. And nobody ever actually liked LeBron. I still don't like LeBron, so it doesn't make Right, but I don't think anybody ever started. Like, people in Cleveland, sure. Mm-hmm. But he lost that when he left. So, mm-hmm. yes, he's an incredible basketball player, but do you think anyone actually likes LeBron? No. Like, nobody actually likes him, but Steph Curry comes out and... He's goofy and he's funny and he's interacting and his with daughters people. in his interviews. And they're like, oh, yep. she's so cute. And yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah. And also, he's simultaneously the spokesman for water, but also like Powerade. Like, you didn't have to even limit yourself to which beverage. You get to do both. To be fair, there is water in Powerade. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I, I would hope so. It's clean it's not, water. It's not sludge. <laughs> um. All right, you're right. I am just all over the map. All right, uh, Forrest. You're, you're sloppy. You're at 2 a.m. special right now. <laughs> to be <laughs> fair, I am still very eloquent. You, what but. are you? Gracefully and grandly. <laughs> it's all elegant dinner party. You're si- what are you, sitting there with all the proper forks? Do you have a regular fork, a bass salad fork? A I, actually, I actually do know how to order all the forks and spoons. You have, you have a shrimp fork? Uh, actually, allergic to shellfish. So oh, while okay. the fork may be there, I will not be using it, and I'm not going to use it to poke at cherry tomatoes all dinner like some classless hag. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was weirdly aggressive and specific. Um, yeah. my my, and welcome to the final podcast of, of the, the season. Year. We we ran out of energy, man. That's not true. I'm super energetic. No. We ran out of focus. <laughs> Oh, screw focus. Listen, this is supposed to be fun. If you're not having fun, why the frig did you stay for 37 weeks? Yeah, that's true. Also, there are plenty of other fantasy focus. Fantasy focus. I didn't mean to accidentally name it. Um, the football and was piss on, a, and piss on all the other mainstream <laughs> the media <double>. sites. <laughs> They're all awful unless they want to. I'm on them. Twitter. Come find me. In 10 minutes, I'm going to give you where you can find me. Hit me up. <laughs> I hate all big sites unless they want to pay me to work for them. And then, then I love them. <laughs> you know, guys have fantasy assistants writing all their po- their their posts. That's all I'm saying. Doing all their research for them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd I'd look like a fantasy genius too if I had some guy, some some 19 year old kid in uh, the economics program downloading all the stats in the world. Woohoo! Good for you. Yeah, it's already happened to me. I imagine it must have happened to you at some point where somebody asked you to do stats work for them. Yeah. Like, just do all the research stuff, and then we won't ever use your name, and then somebody else will. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, um, no thanks. Um, anyway. Pick a, pick a finger, any finger. I'll give, <laughs> I'll give you the middle one. <laughs> we'll average them out. Um, over a five-game period, I think the middle finger is probably the most used. Um, all right, so my set is Andy Carroll. He wasn't as bad an idea as Lukaku was in 34. Uh, and he did have a couple dangerous chances in the double game week, but I still should have known better. And I look forward to West Ham bringing in one of the six forwards they're interested in. Uh, so I don't have to worry about Carroll's inconsistency and Sacco and Valencia's injuries and or minutes played. I really am looking forward to not having to worry about that. <laughs> also, the Theo Walcott to West Ham rumors would really suck for West Ham's current setup unless... They're willing to already give up on Sam Byram, and they're willing to commit to Antonio being a right back with Walcott in front of him, then Payet Lancini across the middle with their new forward up top. That, like that's a formidable side. But I, I, I like we've said many times on this show. Not we. I used to love him. I don't like Antonio as a right back. <laughs> Did he get on the board again this week? Yeah. Um, I just really would like it if he could just actually be a winger. 
that having been said, don't like Carroll this week, and I'm ashamed that I bought in last week. In the midfield, uh, you're a Chelsea fan. Would you agree that you cannot own any Chelsea player not named Eden Hazard for the rest of the season? Uh-oh. Sounds like you ran to get a drink. Did you run to get a drink? No, my fo- my computer was dying and I had to grab my charger. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I was just saying, uh, is it true that you can drop any Chelsea player not named Hazard? Uh, you can drop any Chelsea period guy, period. Oh, interesting. You don't you don't buy the form, blah, 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 building up to the Euros, etc.? Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't think Chelsea is a, is a place you want to... I mean, if you have them there and you have more pressing needs and you have, like, a better... Uh, like, if, like if the choice is between should I keep Hazard or bring in Kevin De Bruyne? Uh, absolutely, you bring in De Bruyne. Fair enough. Does, um, does that make sense? It does. So yeah, um, Willian injured, Fabregas not doing much, Costa is out as well. Um, West Ham have been a touch overrated and are a downright mess without Adrian. So I don't love um, what's going on there. That was from my next note. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wow, dude. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. Um, so, uh, Watford, as I mentioned, uh, blew up in my face big time. I mentioned their stats earlier. Cathcart getting me negative one points in a double game week, so thanks for nothing to you. Cathcart, a.k.a. Cathfarts, is what I'm naming him until he actually does something mean- meaningful uh, for me. Uh, so that that was that was real frustrating and unhelpful. And you can't own any Watford guys. We've been complaining about Watford. I mean midfielders. We've been talking about them for ages now. Just you know, Capu, Suarez, Ben Watson. Not not an inspiring lot uh, in terms of fantasy. Although if you're looking to move to the Premier League, I think Watford may be a very attractive option. Uh, I've seen Matsuri might be a manager that they're interested in bringing in. Um, which which would definitely be interesting. Uh, also, uh, I like the Frank DeBoer to Everton rumors. I think that makes a lot of sense. And, sure. and it would be exciting for them. And would immediately undo all of this hatred that I've built up for all the Everton players. Because we've seen what he can do in terms of attack. <laughs> Is he a better defensive manager? Yes. But I think that could only help Everton at this point. Um, what, do you think of, what do you think of Eddard Stark going to Norwich and becoming king of the North? No. What? <laughs> I, <laughs> listen, I love Game of Thrones. Are you going like King of the Norwich? Is that where you're trying to? Well, Norwich, Norwich is north, so. All right, whatever. It's a bad joke. All right, I'm sorry I'm not as funny as you with your with all your constant ramblings. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um. Uh, God, Norwich. They love Alex Neal so much, and he's the reason they're going back down, and they don't see it. And it hurts me that they don't see it. It's important to me that they know this. Mm. Well, it's their it's their decision to like him or not. We don't. We're not their. We're not their their chairman or their on their board, and we're not their fans either. So they can like whatever they want. I just feel bad for Snoop Dogg. You can find many images of wearing a Norwich kit online. He, he only likes Norwich because this, their, their colors resemble marijuana, dude. <laughs> That's possible. Also, uh, the reason he's a Steelers fan is, do you remember Bryant McFadden? Yeah, absolutely. He's a, tw- he wore 20. Yeah, he's a, he's a distant cousin of Snoop Dogg. Everyone, you know what? Snoop has 751 cousins. He does. He, does. he might be half Polish. Like, <laughs> it's like, possible. Seriously. Like I, I don't get it, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, but every time you hear somebody, oh, that's Snoop's like cousin. You're like, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so that's fun. Uh, also, he's going to do a song with Le'Veon Bell, which will be interesting. Also, actually, <laughs> um, I'm assuming you've started looking at football already. Yeah, why? Uh, where does Le'Veon fit in your top ten? Uh, I don't give out free fantasy football advice. If you want to check out my writings and stuff and my musings, you can go to rasball.com. And, uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, Le'Veon Bell in the top 10 overall or top 10 running back? Overall. Mm, probably right in the middle, maybe six, five, six. Yeah, th- this is my problem with rankings, which is a really dumb thing to say. It's going to be the biggest thing I do this whole summer. <laughs> to prepare for next season. But the problem with me having him at a place like six is you're hedging your bets on if he gets hurt or not. And if he's hurt, being at six helps you not at all. 
You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's either top three or he's in the teens. Like, I don't I don't know, man. Like, I'm a massive Steelers fan, and I don't I don't want a part of it. This many knee injuries. Yeah, I've seen the pictures of him dunking, and he came back from the last one just fine. I uh I mean, trust me, I'd, I'd more than be happy to, to have him at five or six. To be yeah. honest. I would take him all day. It's just, you know, when it gets close to the draft, you, he'll, he won't be five. Like right now, I'm talking about right now, he's, he's probably top five, top six for me because yeah. of we don't know if he's going to be ready for the beginning of the season. Yeah, he says he's going to be ready, but, you know, when the season draws closer, how much training camp he's going to have? If, what, if we'll, he shows we'll up the idea. first day of training camp and is on the field, he's going to go top three. Yeah, absolutely. No, he's yeah. a top. He's a top three pick. If if all all systems go, it's him, Adrian Peterson, Todd Gurley, top three running backs. Yeah, Zeke at four. That's what I'm seeing people doing. I'm I'm stunned mm. that he's that high. I, I'm kind of in love with David Johnson. Yeah. So I I have David Johnson a little bit higher than a couple people. I like it. You know. <laughs> also, I don't think people are aware that Doug Martin had the second most rushing yards last year. Yeah, and, and I think stayed, well, I think and that Bron- uh, Broncos, that Buccaneers team got better. I really like um, uh, uh, Chris Ivory at the Jags. They they improved along their offensive line. They have tons of new defensive starters, which doesn't help you in fantasy as much. But like, just in terms of like club mm-hmm. uh, mentality, it feels like the Jaguars are a team that are that are on the up for sure. You can you can draft either of the Allens. Mm-hmm. And you'll be just uh, the, fine. the one, the one guy I like this year, and I think if if he slips right into the Arian Foster role in Houston, and he was oh. underutilized in Miami, is Lamar yeah. Miller. Yeah, that's a that's a really good one. Also, how angry do you think Demarco Murray is? The second straight summer he moved somewhere as the clear outright running back until they brought in another running back. I, I don't think I don't think Henry challenges him there right you now, right away. No, I think Henry I, takes I, over third down. Because oh. Henry can catch and block. Oh, absolutely. But I don't think he gets every third down. I think it's a hot hand okay. situation. But I think DeMarco Murray's... I wouldn't draft DeMarco Murray. I know. But you know he's that. still salty. Like, he has to be. Yeah. He's making $9 million a year. I mean, he, I mean seven or whatever he's making. He's like the top, in the top five most expensive running backs. So, I mean, he's got to get the ball. Also, he... Apparently, his favorite thing is living in B-level cities in America. Because yeah. <laughs> now he's been... He likes uh, B-level nightlife. Though Tennessee is in Nashville, and Nashville is a pretty decent city to party in. Yeah, Nashville isn't bad. I'm not a huge Philly guy. I lived in Wilmington, Delaware for a while. Had some good moments. Had some bad moments in Philly. Uh, Dallas, the airport's fine. <laughs> the barbecue's good. My, I know my dad listens to this a lot. I'm sure he'll remember this. Um, perhaps the best barbecue ever. There was just this guy. With, like, a cart of barbecue at the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. Nice. And, like, had half slabs and full slabs. I don't remember what size we got, but we both got it. And I've flown back through there multiple times since, and I've never found him again. I'm thinking he was, like, one of those, like, touched-by-an-angel things. <laughs> and he was just, like, a guardian ribs or stopped, guy. Or he stopped serving human meat and... <laughs> yeah, or the airport cracked down on a guy just driving around with, like, a heated container of yeah. meat. Yeah. <laughs> Which I suppose equally plausible. Um, Alright, well, I think we're done with third sets. Now we'll go on to captains. Both of us have our triple captain left, which makes this week really tough. Um, this is a week for the big names, just like 34 was which causes issues if you're one of those guys trying to pry your way up through the mini-leagues. I'm currently leaning De Bruyne against Swansea, but they've showed up the last two weeks, so I'm a little iffy. Kane and Payet are interesting uh, to me as well. I already mentioned the Payet's matchup. Um, that's how I'm leaning. It's currently on KDB. I'll, I'll adjust throughout the week. I, I believe in Kane as a potential captain option, but not as a triple captain option. Yeah, I agree. I'd have to agree. Yeah. And for me, for me, the big names are who you're looking at here. It's There's probably four names that I would actually throw a, a, triple, ca- a triple captain on. It's Aguero if you bring him in. Alexis Sanchez, which Kevin can't. Harry Kane if you want to get crazy and be different because I don't think – I think if people who own Aguero and they own Kane, I don't think people are going to throw it on Kane. They'll probably throw it on Aguero. And the other is either De Bruyne or Payet depending on your ownership level in each – um, for me, right now, my trip is on is on Alex Sanchez. Uh, I haven't made any 
my, any changes yet. I plan on making two changes and taking a four point eight. Oh, and another question I wanted to run by you, Kevin. I know this is the last week, but if you're chasing points, how many how many minus fours would you take this one. week? One, just one. Yeah. Okay. I w- I would condone no more than two. And, and just because I don't think other people will be doing it, and it's super explainable in double game weeks. Mm-hmm. But in a single, the last one of the season, you don't want to, you don't want to you don't want to be in a situation where you've taken points off yourself and then you finish within four. Yeah, absolutely. Like that, I can't imagine the kind of agony that would cause. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, that that's my thinking on it as well. Um, so yeah, so the triple captain ideas: uh, Aguero, Sanchez, KDB, big names. This is all big name guys. Guys that cost a lot of money are the reason why they should be triple captain. There's your best explanation for triple captaining somebody. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so we, I, we do you want to talk about our transfer ideas? Yeah, or yeah, go for it. So for me, you know, I may take a minus. I may not. Um, I'm leaning right now. I have two. De- I have two Chelsea guys through the midfield. I only. I was trying to double up for the for the double game week. Um, so my thinking right now is, if I make one move, I have three million in the bank, so I can do pretty much whatever the frig I want. Uh, I'd go from Fabregas to De Bruyne if that. If I wanted to make one move, if I wanted to make two moves, I'd go from Willian to Tadic as well. So those would be my two words. I bring in to get rid of the Chelsea pair and bring in De Bruyne and Tadic. Yeah, um, I'm going uh, Barkley to Tadic or Mane. Probably I'm going from Tadic. Barkley to Barkley because I, I have an obsession with them. Barkley because I'm Kevin De- DeVries. What? I hate Barkley. He just ends up in my team all the time. I've never enjoyed it. <laughs> um, but yeah, probably going to go Barkley to Mane, Tadic. I'm honestly not sure. One of those Southampton guys that I never trust. You'll ask me last minute. I'll tell you the right one. Or I'll do one to Tadic, and then I'll swap out Willian for Mane. Willian injured. Um, So that doesn't really help me at all. So I'm going to shift out two midfielders. I think I'm going to end up going 3-5-2 this week. um, As I really don't believe in Carroll this week. And if I'm going to be bringing in two midfielders, which means I I would have to take a minus four, you better believe I'm trusting in them. Um, Mm. Anyway, that's interesting. I think I'm going to go uh, United uh, for my keeper. I think I'm going to stick with De Gea uh, against Bournemouth just because yeah, Gomez has, has really disappointed. I think Sunderland scored two. I know they're United already is, safe. United is home. that You could trust them at home. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably how that's going to lean. So, if, if I was picking my team right now, <laughs> I'd say... De Gea, Smalling, Kabul, Crezzy, new midfielder, De Bruyne, Payet, new midfielder, um, Kane and Defoe. Oh, snap. I will be playing Carroll because I have Firmino on my bench and I'm not going to take two minuses. And he's not going to play. I'll, I'll, you know, hmm. This is actually a really good bit of advice that we can impart right before we head out of here, which is what do you do with all the Liverpool guys that you brought in? Do you leave them in your lineup in the hopes that they start and do something meaningful? And if they don't, then you get a sub in? Or do you just play your sub to avoid that whole kerfuffle? Uh, with a name like Firmino, you kind of probably have to sit him but put him as your first sub. Yeah. Just in case. If you own two, if you own two Liverpool guys and they're, they're midfielders, uh, flip a coin and then whatever one went loses, put him in the first sub spot. <laughs> so if the other guy doesn't play, you have his backup. Yeah, and, and so people know, Klopp basically came out and was like, "We need to, we need to be prepared for the Europa League final," which sounds a whole lot like no one that matters is playing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, in match yeah. week 38. So just just be careful with that. All right. Uh, and on that actually helpful piece of information, uh, we're done for the day. Tell the folks where they can find you, which you've alluded to several times. Yeah. As, as always, you can find me on rasball.com. You know, handle the soccer. Uh, I do baseball posts there as well. Uh, you could find me on Twitter at Smokey underscore Lugie. That's L-O-O-G-Y. And you can find me on this podcast, but probably not much for much longer because, you know, the season's ending. But then we're going to pick up on the Euros and we'll be right back, you know, stalking your neighborhood, riding around like Mayor Goldie Wilson and Back to the Future telling you to listen to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Love it. Um, we may as well talk about this on air. It doesn't really matter. Um, should we do a review show next week or the following week? Which, which we will, would you prefer? We will do a review show next week okay and then we will take a week off it might not specifically be on wednesday just so you guys know no it's gonna be it's gonna be sporadic we're gonna gonna take five minutes every day (laughs) 
next week and then splice it together and give you 34 and a half minutes of nonstop excitement. We're gonna have we're gonna have Vince McMahon, we're gonna have Triple H, we're gonna have all types of wrestlers on here talking about fantasy football. We're gonna have all the big names, we're gonna have Matthew Barry on here. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna have Field Yates. We're gonna have uh, oh wait, who was the guy that used to do it before Field Yates? I don't remember. Uh, you know Tristan H. Cockcroft, so maybe you could get him on to uh, not have social skills. Um, <laughs> Jesus, uh, really good at fantasy. But, uh, all right. So, uh, I'm Kevin DeVries, quickly running out of time. At Kevin on Twitter, at the Eagles Beak. Uh, you can find my writing stuff also at playtaga.com. Uh, also host the EPL Roundtable. Catch that on Mondays and Fridays. And as I alluded to earlier before I ducked out really quickly, there is exciting stuff coming on my personal end, but I'm not sure I can actually announce it yet. So, uh, I will do that when I can. As again, you can find that at Kevroff. If you'd like to send us your fantasy questions or how you did this season, you can either tweet us at EPL Roundtable or our personal handles at Kevroff at Smokey underscore Lugie, or you can email it to us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com with fantasy in the header. That is it for us. This is the preview for 38, the end of the previews this season. Next week will be a review. We're done. We had a great time. We'll catch you next week. Peace.